Aloha and welcome to the Golden Thread Podcast. I am your host, Marnie Sue Reynolds. And today we have Mark Wilson from Melbourne, Australia, who is going to be joining us and sharing his spiritual journey, his hero's journey today. Um, we're going to talk to him about the sacred masculine, healing the sacred masculine as well as uh, what it is that he's doing right now for his community as a healer and as an intuitive. I'm very, very excited about this podcast today. So thanks everybody out there who are listening and hoping you're having a wonderful holiday season and staying safe wherever you may be and healthy. So I met Mark and before he comes on here for a little bit, I'm going to just say I met Mark actually in a retreat on Maui with Raquel Webb, who is Soul Star Medicine of um, Rising Lemuria. I believe it was the Rising Lemuria. And I was asked to come in and do sound healing and Kundalini for this really beautiful group of people who are coming to Maui uh, to do a retreat and learn all about Lemuria and um, just connect. And Mark was one of my roommates. And actually we were, we were put into our cabins based off of our human design. And uh, there was three of us, Lisa, Mark, and myself, because we were all manifesting generators. And you guys can go look up your own, your own charts if you want to, you can look up human design. Um, but manifesting generators are pretty unique and they have, they are able to generate a lot of energy as well as manifest a lot. So having the three of us in our, in one cabin was a lot of energy, but I really took to Mark. I just, I so remember the moment that uh, we were all unpacking and I was like, this guy, this guy is special and I'm going to have so much fun getting to know him. And it was, it was like finding a long lost brother someone that I definitely had time in the temples with maybe eons and eons ago. And it's been over a year now of connecting and, and he did my chakra journey online. Um, we've done, I've done a birthday reading, intuitive reading for him, past life regression. So we've just had a lot of, a lot of time getting to know each other over this last year. And uh, now he's part of the team at the chrysalis he is one of the light guides and and training to be one of the light guides for the chrysalis for the chakra work as well as the energy healing work and we're very very fortunate because he is extremely special i kind of call him like merlin mark just because he is definitely walks around with, a, with an etheric staff crystal staff and can manifest really things multi-dimensionally and in lots of different realms at the same time. He's fascinating. So I'm so excited to welcome him today. Mark, thank you for coming on to the Golden Thread podcast and talking about the hero's journey today. Aloha. Thank you. Um, it is such a pleasure and an honor just to be here with you today. And what an introduction. I was trying to hold back the laughter. Um, uh, I, I tend to giggle a little bit. So, but yes, thank you. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. And what an incredible year it has been. It has just been so profound and transformational. And 
um, yeah, just a big, big bows to you and thank you. And yes, we were placed uh, in cabins according to our human design profiles. And it's my, it was my first experience around actually human design. And yes, manifesting generators, we can uh, pack a punch energetically. <laughs> pack a punch, completely. In the very best way. Yes, in the very best way, uh, yeah. And um, what we wanted to really start off this, this whole beautiful podcast today is one thing in a topic, you know, as we move into the Aquarian age and there's this extreme rise of the feminine that's happening. And within that is the rise of the wounded feminine and rise of the wounded masculine. And for us to kind of go through this recalibration as we go into this ascension process, for me, it's very unique to find the masculine present in feminine containers it shows really your spiritual maturity and your soul's evolution to be able to be in those containers. Um, and so it's, to me, it's just like such a deep bow honor when the masculine shows up and you continually show up. So I really wanted to open up today with you sharing about your journey because it isn't, um, you know, maybe, I don't think anybody's journey at this point is normal. We're all going through such a pressurized cooker of karmic washing machine happening so but I'd love for you to share your journey where you were born how you were raised you know just the normalcy of being human in, in a society in a cultural society in Australia and then you know how you found your path and you know um, what that was like for you yeah sure thank you so yes, yeah, so growing up uh, in Melbourne, Australia, so I'm um, one of six kids. So mum and dad are Catholic and are sort of middle-class Australian. And basically I have uh, five sisters. So grew up in a household where mum worked and dad worked two jobs and sort of my uh, exposure, I guess, to spirituality was more through the lens of sort of religion and structure and around mum and dad um, being Catholic. And so... My experience of spirituality was mum reading her star sign in the paper every week. That was that was that was my um, exposure, I guess, at that time. Um, but very, very, very blessed to um, have five beautiful sisters and just surrounded by a big family, a big community, um, and also. Mum's one of five kids. My dad's one of five kids. They had to better their parents by having six. So lots wow. of cousins, lots of aunties and uncles. Huge, 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 huge family. Um, yeah. Wow. Very yeah. big family. Very, yeah, really big family. And and probably I would describe like growing up just like any other, um, you know, child growing up through the 90s and early 2000s and um, just... Yeah, just um, just sort of average, you know, middle class family home, and not really uh, with access, I guess, to spirituality. That didn't find me until later in life. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's really important um, because, of course, we all know that a lot of our trauma is is stemmed from from our woundings, either it's conditionally or through education or through any kind of particular trauma and there is some there is some i would say symbiosis when people who are on a spiritual path have had deep rooted trauma usually it is their liberation by healing their trauma that they have 
stumbled onto or have been forced onto really a healing journey, um, illness, disease, you know, all those things that, that make us kind of like stop life. But your, your situation was not so. Like you had a really, you know, normalized upbringing, no big, big life-threatening trauma. And um, how, how old were you, do you think, when you started really being inquisitive about new ways of thinking about spirituality or philosophy or your own religion? Yeah, so I, I remember it really clearly. Um, I was 24 at the time. And I had just gone through just a breakup with that first love that we all have. And I remember at the end of that relationship, you know, I was a baby now when I look back on that at 24. But when I look back at that time, I remember coming out of that relationship going, I really want to make sure that I come out of this relationship and that I really do the work to make sure that I'm, I'm healed and that I can move forward. And it actually just started with me going to counselling every week because I had this internal drive and knowingness that I just wanted to make sure that it was resolved for me coming out of that relationship. And at the time, I probably couldn't put words to it. It was just this, like, I've got to go do this and, and make this happen. And it was interesting because it was from that space and just talking about the emotions and the dynamics within the relationship that it helped me sort of arrive to this really, this place of inquiry. Um, and then I had a really phenomenal experience where many months after that relationship, my mum had said to me, she said, oh, Mark, she's like, I work with this woman and she reads your coffee cups. And it was this um, Turkish lady. And basically my mum said, let's go see her and let's get your coffee cup read. And so this really led to my like, whoa, what is this world? So <laughs> I go, I go for, for this reading with my mum and it was my first like magical or spiritual, you could say, experience. And it was just incredibly profound. Mm. So I'm there. I have the reading. I still remember it clear as day. The coffee cup spilt and, and this beautiful woman, she's like, oh, you're special. She's like, you're special. The coffee's <laughs> spilling everywhere. She's like, this is, this is really significant. And, she's, and she was showing me through the cup. She's like, look at the cup. She's like, you are holding the moon. Everything you touch turns to gold. She's like, and she kept telling me how special I was. And, of course, you know, 24-year-old me, I'm yeah. like, I, like really, I was really yeah. humbled by that, but I was like, I didn't know what that meant, you know, like to have this woman I've never met before sit down with me and just express to me and reflect back to me how special I was and how everything I touched turned to gold. I'm, and I'm, I didn't connect with what that meant at that time, but that really, that sparked a series of events, excuse me, and, you know, a series of, like, inquiry and investigative, you know, what, what is all this about? Like, what? There's more to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. I remember some of my first readings, too, and it was that mind-blowing, surreal moment where you're, like, not so egocentric and you realise there's so much more I have no clue about, and I have yeah. no idea where to go. How do I get more spirituality? Like, how do I learn more? And, you know, spirituality, 
now the new age and every whatever you want to call it really began like in the 60s right so we've been doing this for quite a while and of course in some cultures thousands and thousands of years old but modern spirituality like where we're at right now i mean you can find a dream journal anywhere or you could find an intuitive journal anywhere or pick up a card deck and start practicing i mean it's it's very much been resurfacing right your ability to connect so Thank you for sharing that. I have never had a Turkish coffee reading before, but I would be, I've had my tea red. I've had my tea red. I've had um, tea leaves red. I've had, yeah, like lots of different in Burma. They do some really interesting ones too. So I love all that stuff. Like that's just mystical goddessy work, you know, magic, total magic happening there. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Um, what else would you say was really poignant to you focusing more of your attention on your hero's journey or on your spiritual path, even after that situation? When did you start saying, maybe I want to start practicing, start doing spiritual practice, maybe doing meditation or yoga or, you know, finding a community? How did you find your tribe or your rhythm? So I found um, at, sort of at that time too, when, you know, the doors are blown wide open, and you're like, what is all of this incredible, <laughs> beautiful, like, oh my goodness. Um, I, I did find yoga and I found meditation. And so I really found, um, I, I found with yoga that my body just really loves that and to do that practice it feels incredibly good for me so I found yoga and found a studio and started practicing a couple of times a week and sort of then just continued to keep following all of those threads and all of those clues then I found meditations which initially just started like via like YouTube meditations and listening to them at night and you know even things like law of attraction which is really out there you know now in the community for everyone to access but just following all of these um threads and you know even at this point so i'm like okay what 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 is magic what is spirituality um going to metaphysical stores you know having crystals come into your life and books and then just sort of slowly starting to read things and you know things are going off and you're like oh okay and you just sort of you know, I went through this phase of like, just absorb, give me the knowledge, give me all the things. I'm really drinking this up. It's like this beautiful nourishment that's just filling uh, my being. And yeah, and it's just led me to continue to grow and explore and learn. And then really, you know, through community, you know, uh, I found um, many years later, and it was a few years ago now, but um, our beautiful sister Raquel, her, remember, her Lemurian School of Remembering and finding that group container. And um, that was really the first time that I entered into this exploratory self journey but with others so it had all been on my own you know um but this was the first time that I dived into this group container mm -hmm. beautiful and do you feel like you know for the masculine out there that's trying to find its way sometimes I feel it's like a fish swimming upstream it's trying to find its way um is it easy or is it difficult to to connect in this way because a lot of these containers are governed by the feminine um, or held by the feminine, the safe space is held by the feminine. And do you feel like the invitation is always open and welcome or 
was it challenging, you know, to find your way within this context of, of spirituality and community? Yeah, definitely, you know, for self, finding a community um, and all being women was a little bit, a little bit like, oh, a little bit intimidating in some respects. I do always say, though, I feel like um, growing up with five sisters, I was blessed and it sort of gave me the skills because all of my five sisters are very unique and different, but gave me the skills almost to speak feminine, if you will. And so that enabled me to have a little bit of confidence going into these containers. But yes, my experience has been one of, you know, entering into containers and circles, it is uh, predominantly women. And it's only now that men, I feel, are really starting to emerge more fully um, and and to be present. Yes, I totally agree with you. Because I do find it's very challenging to welcome in the masculine and have them feel just as welcomed, actually, you know, into these spaces. Absolutely. And, you know, on, on my journey as well, I, I had a story or a belief system that was um, running in me where I thought, oh, I was born into a family of predominantly women. And so I'm here for like divine femininity and I'm here to help support the divine feminine and, and to work with that and to heal that. And, and that in some part is very true, but what I found much um, later on through my own practice and my own sort of self-work and healing is actually I've been delivered through the divine feminine, but I am here for the divine masculine. That's what I'm here to help heal and support. So the divine feminine has delivered me um, and provided the space and that and, and held me. But what I'm really here for, as well as the feminine, is the masculine and to help heal. Yes, yeah. I'm so thankful. Oh my God, it's like a dream come true. <laughs> really, it's so beautiful when, the, when a healed masculine steps up and says, I'm here and I'm here to support to support the guys because we need the guys to feel welcome and we really need them to to do the work that the feminine is doing right now right we have a huge rise of the feminine right now and within that you can just see the goddess rising all over the planet all of these sisterhoods that are rising moon circles like it's been going on right especially after you know 2012 with the mayan calendar like this next this next phase of the age of Aquarius kind of like really initiates that. So at the same counter, we need the balanced masculine and for them to feel safe and to be in containers and places that they can explore their shadows, their woundings, their traumas, whatever it is that they are wanting to heal in order to rise up. And so mahalo, Mark, for saying this, especially on the Golden Thread podcast, like <laughs> making your, you know, your proclamation to the world and to the community that you're here and you're here to support your brothers. That's just, ah, so good. It's so good. Um, so Can if I you're listening, go ahead, go Can ahead. Story real quick. So a couple of years ago, it was just deep in meditation. I'll just summarize it really quickly. So in a meditative state, and I actually witnessed myself up 
before coming to earth, incarnating in this beautiful body as a beautiful blue light. And I was standing almost looking down at the earth. And my great grandfather was with me at the time and he was a blue orb. And it was like, okay, Mark, it's your time. It's your turn to jump. You've got to jump now. So I was witnessing this moment, okay, of the decision that it was time to jump. And behind me were all these other small little blue orbs, which I just identify for me like other souls waiting to jump. And, and the energy and, and the feeling was you've got to jump first. So your role in this is to go down first and remember who you are, to be awake for all these other little people that are going to jump in behind you. And so what I've come to realise, and at that time I thought, oh, that's just my family. That's all my nieces and nephews and all the beautiful extended family that are, that are coming and jumping down. But actually, as I'm continuing to do my own work and, and embody all that I am and all that I came to be, it's like, no, not only am I here, yes, for family, but I'm here for everyone and the community. And it was like, you have to come, you have to wake up, you have to be, and let's be here so that then you can inspire others to be who they're meant to be. So it was like, yeah, you're, you're first, you're, you know, one of those sort of like, <laughs> there's been many waves, you know, of beautiful spiritual beings and souls that have come in these last few decades, but now it's like, okay, I'm the, you know, special ops light crew. And it's like, okay, we're down here right now and we're awake and let's go. And the other thing real quick too is from my perspective, I really believe, you know, there's a lot of talk right now in, in, in the community and in spiritual circles about building new earth or bringing heaven to earth. But for me, that's about the unification between the feminine and masculine and about there not being separation or distance between us. You know, that's the new earth we want to build where everything's revered and just uh, in beautiful unison and unification together. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, that incredible remembrance, you know, of that time of being surrounded by blue orbs and making the first leap down. Like, that's really profound. Yeah. I mean, I've had some... I've had some pretty soul awakening experiences myself, but for the most part, a lot of times I forget most of it, you know, so it doesn't, it stays in my subconscious. It doesn't really come into, into the conscious mind so much, or I find it in my neutral mind when I'm meditating very, very deeply. But, you know, to have that visualization, I could just see it as you were explaining it. I even saw like this rainbow thing coming down and all the little blue orbs behind you. And, and, Definitely, you know, the soul's incarnation, as you and I have talked about before, is this remembrance, right? We were kind of like asleep and now we're in this waking up process right now where we wake up to our whole divinity. And you do that really well and you can articulate it really well, which I truly, truly believe is one of the gifts of the masculine is incredible articulation of the spiritual path and emotions, visualizations, being able to communicate that is one of the strongest gifts, I believe, of the masculine. And to have it delivered in a way that is balanced with your feminine is not like you're a preacher. It's not like you're teaching dogma or we're like creating a whole new spiritual sect of religious 
or or even consciousness right it's like when you share you give the space for the other person to really be in that experience with you um so it's very very unique and i hope you guys understand what i'm talking about because i'm kind of like <laughs> i'm just i'm i'm it's always an experience with mark <laughs> i can tell you that it's it's like there's colors flying in the room i mean he is really like like i go back to merlin it's just like this amazing warlock or like having incredible mystical powers and we call these cities you know in in the hindu religion magical mystical powers that usually are either you're brought in with it in this lifetime because of the work you've done in your past lifetime um you're very rarely born with high frequency cities or master master um, abilities unless you have mastered it in a past lifetime let me say that so you have to come in with it you have to come in with it or you spend this lifetime working very hard on your spiritual sadhana and you can accumulate the karma to then reap the benefits in your next lifetime if you believe in reincarnation so um, but I totally believe in it because I've done too many sessions where I see people with incredible gifts like Mark and you're like, how can you be doing what you're doing and you're not even doing anything? <laughs> how can you how can you be spinning my aura all around and you you know and being an energy healer like I can feel it and sense it. So when whenever I'm doing a session with Mark, it's like it's a very quantum experience, I will say. And um, that kind of goes into, do you have anything else to share though about before we move to our next topic about, you know, finding your path and being on your own hero's journey and, and realizing, like you said, that your gift is really to work with the masculine, you know? Yeah, I think, thank you for those beautiful reflections, by the way. Um, but yes, um, I feel like there's this real potency and about uh, something that's really available to us is to call it in. If you can just sit and just really call it in and just ask for it to come through. And I, I promise you, it will show up in your life in so many ways, in so, so, so many ways. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe we're, we'll get a special Mark prayer of invocation <laughs> for our listeners. Wouldn't that be amazing? Um, because I do feel that people kind of need a step-by-step -step guide, you know, once they realize that once they've had a spiritual experience or they realize, like you said, the Turkish tea, the Turkish coffee reading, or, you know, go, being able to go on or on a spiritual soldier and retreat in, of Lemuria with Raquel and on Maui and with myself. Sometimes we have big experiences like that, or we have an experience in yoga, or we have an experience with a near death experience or something that takes us through the veil. And we realize that, you know, this journey is way more than our human body getting through it and our ego getting through it, but we are made up of way, tons and tons of, angels and spiritual ascended masters and we have a whole support team and like you said all we need to do is invoke it which Absolutely. is one of the gifts of the feminine you know and i would probably just add you know my experience my journey these last sort of 10 11 years has been one of 
moments of expansion, but then contraction too. So whilst we can have these really um, incredible visceral experiences, I equally have had very, um, you know, internal experiences where you're doing the work internally. And I feel like it's about those ebbs and flows, you know, expanding, looking out, seeing, feeling, you know, receiving, and then it's also going back in and processing and unearthing and seeing what's really inside. So it's, you know, expansion and contraction. Beautiful. I love that. And for all the listeners out there, if, if you know, this is resonating with you, um, it's for a reason. <laughs> you're here for a reason. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you know, thank you for listening and you're listening to this in divine timing at the right alignment. And, and really, I remember being on the other end of that actually and hearing something or listening to someone's story or and being so inspired and then like, wow, like I really want to learn more. I want to learn more about myself. Um, and which is what, you know, Mark and I, as we've worked together over the last, and we're going to be coming up to two years pretty soon, brother, um, is, you know, always having these healing containers and this, the healing of the sacred masculine, um, what I, what we've both noticed and i've been doing this work for quite a while now is you know there might be a container of 15 women and there's two men right or a container of of it's usually those kinds of ratios very rarely do we have 50 50 or even more men than female um, but when we have the representation of the masculine and feminine as a co-facilitator we might have more masculine show up or we do a container where it's for just the masculine. And so Mark and I have been, you know, playing around with this idea along with our other brother, Keone Hanalei of Pohala Hawaiian Botanicals of how do we create space for the sacred masculine to really show up and be present and want to do um, some exploration, some spiritual exploration of who they are and and why they're here or whatever questions that they might have. But I wanted to, one, we wanna put a temperature read out there for you guys, you know, how many of you would be interested in a container like that. We'll put the information in the bio of this podcast to, to connect with the chrysalis and let us know if you're interested. But I'd like to get Mark's um, interpretation of you know what it's like to be a to be a man <laughs> in in a healing container but then also like what would feel really comfortable for you knowing everything you've you you've done at up to this point and and actually being on the forefront you know really you know of 2021 offering a container a masculine container for the community um how does that all feel to you yeah, thank you. So I feel like there's this real opportunity right now for men, for the masculine, to really become all that it is that you've come here to become. But for that to be possible, you need to feel safe and welcomed into a space. And it's really important that those spaces are available, you know. And as Manning said, you know, we've been exploring this idea about creating this container and 
it's very close to my heart because my experiences so far have been through the feminine and through containers immersed by beautiful, beautiful, divine feminine energy. And what an absolute gift. But I know that if we can have a space that's like, hey, guys, we're here. All the dudes, if you're thinking about this, if you've got this feeling that you're wanting to explore more of who you are and you know that there's more to you, but you're not sure how and you want to do that in the safety of your other brothers, like this is the space that we want to create so that you can uh, can do that and, and be that. And I think it's important because there's not so much of this around and I feel like, you know, we need to make it more readily available and, and really, you know, spirituality is it needs to be accessible it's not woo woo it's not just you know for for the feminine it's for the guys as well and you know like i touched on earlier for me bringing heaven to earth is about the unification of it all together as one you know that's how we're going to move forward um on earth at this time is by doing it together um regardless of you know um your gender so yeah Ah, so exciting. Yeah. I love all of it. And you and I have are totally in agreement with that, with that ending, that this is a cohesive community effort and we need to be there for our brothers and sisters and create opportunities of deep learning, um, real safety, having support, exploration, and knowing that actually the healing for the Aquarian age is in witness of your brothers and sisters it is not separate we are not separate so doing the journey this hero's journey on your own in isolation maybe with your books on a mountaintop which would be my <laughs> preference what i used to always do it will only take you so far you really need to have practicing your your compassionate heart your intuitive heart by being in community and that can only be done when you show up and you say yes. Um, so having an opportunity to, to work with Mark and I in 2021 with a masculine container is kind of what we are here to, to offer at the end of this, of this podcast is we really want to support the community and see how many of our brothers out there are wanting to dive deeper on their spiritual on their spiritual journey, excuse me. Um, and so we wanna really welcome you out there. If you're listening to this, we'll probably have, you know, masculine guest speakers come in and talk about their journey and, and have practices, whether it's yogic and Kundalini practices, but really um, Mark will be your lead facilitator of holding space for you. And um, I'll be supporting him as well so that we can show a balanced, a balanced team. Um, and is there anything you want to say about that, Mark, brother? Uh, just that, you know, you're, you're welcome. You know, we want to create this space where you are welcomed. And it's just so important to you and I, and we have been talking about it, but we really want this, this balanced space. So it is a space for the masculine to come very safe but also it's a balanced container. So energetically it's held through the feminine and the masculine. And just, you know, some of my most profound insights or wisdoms or unlockings and things have come in the community container, in a container with others. 
you know, you can be told or research things and, and that's all that's all purposeful. You know, it has a purpose, but it's when we witness one another. In my experience, that is where deep, profound magic happens. Deep, deep, profound magic where you're just like, oh, oh my goodness. And you can release and let go of some really deep, um, you know, stuff that we've had or that we've been carrying around, but it's absolutely in a community space, witnessing one another where real magic can happen. And in a really, you know, quite profound, fast way. It's really incredible. Yeah, collective healing, conscious collective healing, there's nothing like it and you have to experience it for it to be authentic. You know, I think that is one of the most defining moments was when I decided to go to healing school and be witnessed in front of others with all my pain and sorrow and shadow and trauma and everything like laid out on the table and for for people to hold space for me and allow me to go through those parts of myself that I was just too afraid to go on my own. And that's how we're going to do it, you guys. We have to find a space where we feel safe and welcome and then go into our own exploration of that. We're really excited to be talking to you guys today about this opportunity and just stay tuned to learn more. But I would like to go back to Mark um, before we end, because, you know, through your hero's journey, your own personal hero's journey, you started learning truly about your gifts, like your spiritual gifts in particular. And I find this fascinating um, to always witness this in a masculine person, because gifts like that once again, I'm going to say you had to have done work in your prior lifetimes to walk in with gifts that like Mark has. But can you share with this community, with the Golden Thread podcast community, your gifts that you feel you're really you've come in with that you're really good at? And then maybe ones that you're cultivating a little bit more mm-hmm. um, and honing in on your skills. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like one of the strongest sort of gifts or uh things that I came in with is to work with energy. And it's sort of for me that it started, you know, following the golden thread. Uh There we go. But following spaces. So I really understand the physical, physical spaces and rooms and, um, you know, and potentially, you know, you could call it feng shui or, but I understand energy and I can really feel it. And so, and also my moon is in Taurus. So for any of those you, uh, that are listening that are into astrology, uh, it's also in the sign of Venus. So again, it's all about the material and the physical. So I really do understand the placement of objects and items in rooms and just the sacred, um, the energy that can come from that. So that's always been with me as a small child. I would rearrange my bedroom all the time, const- like constantly rearranging the bedroom and always cleaning the space. So I did that as a small child, not knowing, but like that's something that I still do today. And now I, I realize why I do that because for me, cleaning spaces and having things in certain spots, it's almost like you talk to things. And it's like, oh, yeah, you wish to be placed here. And what that does is that allows for the like, almost like as much light and as much energy and high frequency to be really present in a space. So that's sort of, you know, from my childhood to now that I recognize that I have. One of the other things that um, I really resonated with early on my path was uh, Reiki energy. 
So I remember um, on that inquiry, I'm like, okay, cool, Reiki, what's this? So I learned that. So I have been attuned to Reiki, but it, but I can feel energy currents uh, through through my body and through my hands and can channel energy. And I've also explored lots and lots of modalities. So I do work one-on-one uh, -on -one with people um, through, obviously I, I use Reiki and um, access consciousness as well. Um, also, I can make up vibrational medicines and remedies. And they're the things that I've been exploring with these past few years. So lots of energy work, lots of vibrational medicine. But more recently, the things that I've been cultivating that have become new and in my awareness is, and really just in the past, probably like 12 months or a little bit longer is just how multi-dimensional I actually am and how I can actually plug my energy in. So a little story before this call. So as we said at the start, I'm in Melbourne, but before the call, I grounded into the grid, but I projected my consciousness to Hawaii to be where Marnie was to actually plug into the light grid so that I could ground in and connect quite deeply so that we could be communing even though we're physically far away. So that has been one of the more recent, like, I can project my awareness and my consciousness really anywhere. And I'm working at the moment so deeply with the earth and the inner earth temples and realms. Um, this is getting really, I'm like, oh, and, and the other thing is um, what I've come to know just more recently is I'm actually working with Syrian energy and calling in um, are you, I could almost describe it as what I've come to know for myself right now is that I'm a portal keeper and I'm holding energy for Sirius. And, and what, that, what that means is, is that there are frequencies from, that, from, from Sirius that I'm bringing to the planet right now that needs to be plugged in into the inner earth to make it available here for people right now. So that's kind of what I'm cultivating. And, oh, actually, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And the other thing <laughs> you mentioned earlier, and I was like, oh, you said about um, my wizard staff. I actually, just a couple of weeks ago, I, I have a new staff in the astral. So I have that I'm working with. I saw it. I saw it. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, you know, all of this is so glorious and, and really the experience, right, of what you're what you're sharing right now could be construed for a lot of people is is very esoteric and but it is a facet of your consciousness, right? So it's all dependent on your intention and how much energy you want to focus on this, but it's available to you is our whole, is what we're trying to share. And you will know for your own self, it is your own truth, your own sovereignty um, that you choose as Mark is choosing to share what he's sharing today and say, this is what I'm claiming. I'm, you know, I am a portal keeper and, and yes. this is how I'm doing my work. And this is what I've learned about myself. Um, and I want to totally tell you about this, the Syrian portal and, and Egypt that I, yeah. <laughs> including, you know, one in Maui, which I'm supposed to go to with Keone in December. But um, that kind of experience to me really brings heaven to earth. 
Yeah. You're really bringing heaven inside of yourself, right? Totally. And that's what we're here to do. I think for a lot of us, we've been shown or we've maybe seen or we've grown up through the current culture and the climate, which, by the way, is all, you know, changing and shifting for the most beautiful and profound future for us all. But was one that the earth's not magical and there aren't these things and they're not actually real and that it's fantasy and it's not fantasy. It's actually that's what we, we are here to do. We're to reawaken all of that divinity and magic back on the planet. And, but, it, but it starts within ourselves. And once we do it within ourselves, we're then available to anchor those frequencies and, and plug them in. And I wouldn't have arrived here at this space for myself had I not done the work for self so that now I can be available to do this work. Mm. So. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Just like... <laughs> Jaw drop, drop the mic, unbelievable. You know, and like you said, it, it goes on and on and on, right? That's what the hero's journey is. It's like, it goes on and on. You learn more about yourself, you start expanding, and then you'll go into a contraction and you'll be quiet and you'll, that's the feminine. You'll restore, you'll receive, you'll nurture, and then it's the masculine. Now you're expanding and you're sharing and you're being in your solar, like, raw energy right so we go through this raw ma raw ma over and over and of contraction expansion that's just universal law so that's why he's saying like that's the truth you know it's the truth of what we're all experiencing um to whatever your level of consciousness is is up to you you can choose to to be at any level you want to right you can grow and learn um or stay stuck and stagnant. It's no judgment. It's totally up to you. You know what your soul's here to do. And we're here to support those that are wanting to um, have support during this ascension process, because it is happening. We are, we are all changing. And now that it's really become profound with this 2020 COVID experience and everyone's required to stop and pause, and listen, <laughs> yeah. stop and pause and listen that right now is a beautiful time to do this kind of work. I mean, it is almost a requirement at this point because we need to rebirth into this new conscious awareness as a society, not just be in the same place that we were before, which was full of destruction and war and famine and greed and really the end of the patriarchy. So. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. I want to just last thing is I want to touch on is your vibrational medicine. So if I was, um, I know you're working one-on-one -on -one with people and in the bio, we're going to be including Mark's Instagram handle. And I'll repeat that it's Mark underscore P underscore Wilson. We're going to give you all of his information so that you can connect with him one-on-one. -on -one. But um, if I was going to want to book a session with you, what would that look like? And what do you do in particular? Because I know you do vibrational medicine. So that might be a new term for some people. Sure. Yeah, so uh, yeah, vibrational medicine. Um, so real quick, uh, if, it's, if it's new to you, it's, it's working with uh, water and energy. And so knowing that um, water conducts um, electricity, so if, if we think of it in that sort of way, water conducts energy. And so 
what, what I will do is I will tune in to the frequency of the person and I'll call in um, their angels and their guides, maybe their higher self. So just call in the infiniteness that they are and then ask for what needs to be present and what's going to best support that person and then program the water or encode the water with those energies and those frequencies. And it becomes a specific uh, remedy. So um, almost like a 30 mil dropper that you can take these drops that will help support your energetic body um, and your I guess even your emotional body too, really, your, you know, your energetic and emotional body to help you on your path. There, it is always different in the sense that I also work with um, another modality, which is called the liquid trees. I'll infuse crystal energy. Also, sometimes light language will want to come through. Again, that could be a new term. Maybe you're hearing that for the first time as well. But light language is this channeled language that helps. Um, it can be also be quite, you know, it's quite Syrian as well. Just lots of sound and frequency that goes into the water. But it's so that the water can then hold these encodings. Um, yeah. Amazing. So they would do um like a one-on-one -on -one session this can all be done online and remote yep. and uh you would tune into let's say my frequency and then you would create a special vibrational medicine um and that would be mailed to me and then how would i take that medicine yeah so what i recommend is to take it in the morning and the evening or before any kind of practice that you have. So meditation or yoga, maybe it's dance, maybe it's before you go on a hike. So it's to work with your physical body to integrate all of the um, energetic encodings that need to come through at that time. The other way that you can use the medicine as well, which is really can be really delicious and fun is before bedtime. So before drifting off to sleep at night, um, so in your dreams so that we can access the subconscious or the conscious rests, which is always really fun too. Mm. Mm. Yes, I, you know, I got exposed to mainly um, to vibrational flower essences through Paralandra, which is the Nature Intelligence Research in Virginia. And I'll put that in the bio also. They are a really incredible, incredible scientific um, vibrational medicine uh, place. And I learned all about that through healing school. And then that moved into flower essences, you know, subtle body essences. So all of these things that work with our subtle bodies, right, um, is, is very, very important as you go into this big shift of ascension, you know, working with your subtle bodies, um, either through yoga or meditation, through vibrational medicine, uh, sound, anything that's kind of getting you out of um, the first four layers of your org field so that you can actually tune into these higher frequencies. And so working with Mark, you will have an experience to tune into your higher frequency and then use a medicine that's actually, you know, calibrated towards you. It's very advanced. I'm just going to say <laughs> it's a very advanced practice to be able to do that for someone. And so if you have a chance and this is resonating with you and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I need to book a set. 
please do it. The moment that you feel that intuitive hit is the moment that you should ask before your mind gets into it and screws it all up. So, and creates doubt and worry and whatever else. So if you're feeling like I would love to do a session with Mark, as I said, we're gonna put his information and his Instagram and I'm gonna just ask, you said, please have them contact you through Instagram, correct? Yes, yes. It's really exciting and special when you make up a vibrational remedy for someone because it's encoded for them. And that's what's just so like, oh, it's so good because it's like this, this beautiful little, I like the little like energy balls in, in my mind that then will travel to you. But it's just like, it's encoded just for you, just for exactly in this moment of now for your highest and best. So <laughs> that is so good. It already feels good just talking about it. You know, it's like, it's, it's all like very, very important. So I really want to thank um, Mark for being here today on the Golden Thread podcast and talking about his hero's journey and healing the sacred masculine and introducing really his, what we would call you know, his seva, his selfless work of being here for the masculine and supporting the masculine as as you go through the age of Aquarius, really, mm -hmm. um, with his offerings, not only of this new container, which we don't even have a name for it yet, but you'll find out more information on the chrysalis about it. And just, you know, DM me or DM Mark like, hey, I'm really interested and we'll create something and send out information and we hope to actually have this going in the first of the year yeah in 2021 and um so stay tuned for for all of that and if you really want to book a session with mark i would follow him on his instagram which is mark m-a-r-k underscore p as in peter underscore wilson w-i-l-s-o-n and that's his Instagram. <laughs> so please follow him on Instagram. And from there, you can direct message him, um, book a session, connect. Um, and anything else you'd like to say, brother, before we sign off for today? Uh, just what an honor to be here today to share this space. And just, you know, for anybody that's hearing this beautiful transmission, whenever they hear it, it's perfect and beautiful. And if you're feeling called or guided, you know, we're, we're here. I'm here. We're here. Um, you can do this. And, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> mahalo. 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 Ah, so let's just all take a deep inhale in. <laughs> and exhale it out. So from all of us here at the Golden Thread Podcast, all of us. I'm talking about like all our angels and all the guys here. <laughs> we know we're totally just following their lead for the Golden Thread podcast. We thank you guys wherever you are in the world. Please stay safe and be healthy during this time and really welcome in this end of year Christ consciousness um, energy that's permeating the, the plane right now completely around the planet. And Mahalo, Mark, once again. Love you. Really appreciate you in my life. So looking forward to what we're going to do for 2021 for all the men out there. 
And from that, I'm going to say aloha. Aloha. Thank you. Aloha. Thanks, guys, for tuning in.